it's funny. You know, you, I wake up this morning way too early, by the way. I get home yesterday at 6 o'clock. Remember, we did the show five hours last night, and we're thinking, hey, Judge, anything's going to happen. Something's going to happen any any moment here. Nothing happens, of course. And then you're thinking, at least I was thinking, all right, well, I'm going to bed. And it's possible something could happen while I'm sleeping. But usually, you know, they're on the West Coast. You would think maybe once you got past the wee hours of the morning here, the judge news would come down a little bit later. Not so fast. I went to bed at 6 when I got home, you know, shortly after that, and wake up around 9. I don't know, the dog must have been barking or something, because normally I'll sleep right through till until 12 p.m. And that's normally I'll wake up and start to get my day going. But I wake up around 9, and I check my phone because I know that SNY is having breaking news coverage throughout the course of this week in the event something does happen. And I see... Text from the producer, hey, any chance you're up? Now, this was like an hour prior, and I was like, oh, crap. And I texted the back, what happened? And then I get the news, judge back with the Yankees. Now, I ended up doing the show and whatever, but and I'm on three hours and 40 minutes of sleep, so excuse my potential lack of energy tonight. We're going to give you the best that we got for the next three hours, and then go home and pass the bleep out. But I hear the news about judge. Of course, I go to Twitter. And see the reaction. And you would think that the Yankees did something special. To me, all the Yankees did was avoid embarrassment. Now, it's not saying that they could have done something differently at this particular point. They couldn't. They did what they had to do. Judge clearly Wanted to be back. And by the way, for those of you Met fan knuckleheads out there who continue to think that Jacob DeGrom wanted to be back and blame the Mets, no, he didn't. He wanted out. This is what it looks like when a player wants to come back. Judge gets on the phone with the owner. He says, yes, I want to be a Yankee, but I need that ninth year. Owner says, okay, done. There you have it. That's how it works when someone wants to be somewhere. It was the complete opposite with DeGrom and the Mets. But back to the original point. The Yankees put themselves in a position so badly here that the only thing that they could do was save face. And maybe because of the scare after the fake report from John Heyman, maybe after... That scare, fans, and I do believe fans thought he was gone, and and even if it were for five minutes, whatever it may have been, they lived through those five minutes thinking that their guy was gone. And the emotions that you deal with in those few minutes thinking, oh my God, is this actually happening? You don't want to believe it. You can't believe it. Turns out you couldn't believe it because it wasn't true. But because of that, then there was this joy, if not just flat-out relief, when it was announced that Judge is coming back. Oh, and by the way, took less money to do so. Another thing, might I add, that I told you was going to be the case all season long. Judge will get more money elsewhere. It's going to be a matter of if he wants that money or to come back to the Yankees. And like we said, clearly he wanted to come back to the Yankees, which he played this whole thing as perfectly as you possibly could. From the turning down the $213 million low ball offer to going out there and dominating the season to not saying a peep about where he was going to go, 
not giving anybody any insight, no clues whatsoever, leading the Yankees along. They had no, they were in the dark. I told you he was making them sweat, dragging this thing out, putting the Yankees through the ringer. And that's exactly what he did and ultimately decided to go back. But the idea that the Yankees are some great organization because they didn't let their best player go is just ridiculous. They saved face. They avoided embarrassment. They did. Matter of fact, they cost themselves millions of dollars. Because if those knuckleheads would have just signed Judge for $300 million before the year, they could have saved $60 million bucks. Now you could say, what's the difference? And maybe that's true. We'll see how active the Yankees are now after this. But they had to get the deal done. We knew it all along. And deep down, even if you wanted Judge to go, whether you're a Yankee fan or a Met fan, whatever, I mean, they were a little bit of both. Even if you wanted Judge to go, you had to know. I mean, this is where we talk about using common sense. Same thing I was talking about all week with Terry Collins over at SNY. Use some common sense. Do you really think Aaron Judge is going to leave New York to go elsewhere? Now, at that time, I didn't know that he was going to get a forty million, another year on top of his offer for you know, turn down forty million bucks to go to the Padres. That was surprising because any player that turns down that type of money, even if it is just one year, forty million bucks, one year—that's a big deal. But he turns that down to stay with the Yankees. It just shows you he never, ever was going to leave the Yankees unless they low-balled him so badly that it showed that they didn't want him back. But I cannot sit here and applaud the Yankees. Now, I give Hal Steinbrenner credit for getting the deal done, ultimately. But they screwed this up. And let it be a lesson learned, not only for the Yankees moving forward, but also for the Mets. Where you look at a guy like Pete Alonzo, who's under control for three more years. Where you look at Jeff McNeil. The Mets would be smart. I'm not saying they got to do it right now because it shouldn't be a priority right now. But at some point during this season or potentially next offseason, the Mets are going to have to lock these guys up. You can. I'd rather that run the risk of locking them up and something going wrong than wait until free agency and run the risk of every other team getting involved and you potentially losing your star player. That's the one thing that can't happen. And the Yankees were scared. Boone talked about it being an uncomfortable hour when the news, the fake news broke on Tuesday. Cashman had no idea what was going on. Yankee fans everywhere were in a panic. It was obvious that they were scared that Judge spurned them, which could have happened. Didn't, but it could have happened. You can never again put yourself in that position as an organization. Now, not to say you do that with every player. Every player is not Aaron Judge. But your top players can't let it get like that. And think about when was the last time we ever had a Yankee top player? And not even Robinson Cano. It was totally different. This caliber of player should have been locked up a long time ago. Cano was a great player, yes, but it it was nowhere near this level. And he got a ridiculous contract that turned out to be an epic fail. And the Yankees were smarter for not giving it to him. This was different. This would have been bad on many levels. And now we don't have to worry about it. 
coulda, woulda, whatever. He's back. Ultimately, it doesn't matter how you get to this point. We're here. And Aaron Judge, rightfully so, will be in pinstripes the rest of his life. One more thing on Judge before we move on to what's next for the Yankees. This is exactly why, for all of you, and I'm am I, at times myself included, for all of those, us, who question why Steve Cohen and the Mets did not even inquire at all about Aaron Judge, you have your answer. It's not about them not believing that Aaron Judge was worth it. It's not about Shohei Otani. It's not even about the relationship between Steve Cohen and Hal Steinbrenner. It was mostly about they knew the Mets, and this is why people don't give them enough credit. They knew there's no way in hell Aaron Judge was leaving the Yankees to go to the Mets. Turns out Aaron Judge wasn't leaving the Yankees to go anywhere. But remember when people said, oh, give him $400 million, he'll leave. No, false, not true. Padres offered him $400 million. He came back to the Yankees. You think he would have gone to the Mets for $400 million? No way. That's why Steve Cohen didn't get involved. They really didn't have a choice. It was never a realistic option, similar to the Juan Soto trade. Different reasons, but similar to the Juan Soto trade. It was never going to happen. Now, so the Yankees bring back Judge. They avoid embarrassment. Their superstar is back. They'll name him captain soon. Going to be a big party in the Bronx. Let's not lose sight of reality. The Yankees still are nowhere near good enough to go win a World Series. That could change with the addition of Carlos Rodon. That could change with the addition of Brandon Nimmo, Andrew Benintendi, a player like that. See what happens with the Glaber Torres trade potentially and what type of piece the Yankees could get there. They're not far away. See, I feel like the Yankees are a move or two away. Rodon, to me, would be the next big move. That has to happen. I know that pitching wasn't the issue a year ago, but that move alone would take the Yankees to another level. Now it's not just Garrett Cole on an island by himself being the lone ace workhorse. You got Rodon, who is a terrific and would be the best two-punch available. Then you have Severino and Cortez in that rotation. Now you're talking. Now you're talking best Yankee rotation in a very, very, very long time. That's what they need. And then, of course, the left fielder, whether it is Benintendi, whether it is Nimmo, Brantley, you know, some type of contact hitter to balance out the strikeouts and power in that lineup. And I think a lot of those guys fit that bill. Now, if the Yankees, think about that. And I wouldn't say this for the Mets, and I'm not going to say it for the Mets, so we could get into them in a little bit as well. They're much further away. Especially you look at the landscape of the National League. Bogart's going to the Padres. I mean, this is like, it's like fantasy baseball. What's going on with San Diego, what the Dodgers have, what the Phillies have. By the way, I made a mistake yesterday. I didn't realize that that they're moving Tatis Jr. to right field, San Diego. Apparently, that's going to be the projected lineup. So, Bogart's going to play short, and Tatis Jr. going to play right, which means that, you know, I was saying yesterday, Trey Turner clearly turned down more money in San Diego because he wanted to play short in Philadelphia. Well, it turns out that's wrong. He just wanted to be maybe with Bryce Harper and the Phillies. For whatever reason, he didn't want the more 
money from San Diego. That's twice San Diego got burnt on offering bigger deals. Judge left $40 million on the table, and Turner left a bunch on the table. Anyway, you look at what's going on with the Phillies, with the Padres, with the Dodgers. You know the Braves are a terrific team. The Mets got their work cut out for them. They weren't good enough last year, and right now they're not as good as they were last year. So they have to up the ante here. They have to start acting like, not that they're not acting like big boys, but they're not on overkill mode yet. They got to get to overkill mode. That's where the other teams are at. And that's a problem. But the Yankees are, in my mind, legitimately two moves from becoming their best shot at a World Series berth, certainly in the Aaron Judge era, but maybe since 2009. Rodon, Benintendi, or Nimmo would do the trick. I don't think you could ask much more of that. That would be a phenomenal offseason. Again, you could tweak certain things, get a bullpen arm, another bullpen arm in there. You know, what are you going to trade Glaber Torres for? There are certain things the Yankees could do to tweak it a little bit. But the big moves, if they, on top of bringing back Judge and Rizzo, bring back Benintendi or get Brandon Nimmo in here and add Carlos Rodon to an already solid rotation, I think that takes them up probably on paper. Now, it's hard to say they're going to be World Series favorites over a team that's owned them with the Astros. But I would think on paper, Yankees might be better. Remember, Houston loses Verlander. And Houston's been active in trying to replace guys. I get that. And they have pitching that seems to never go away. But still, Cole, Rodon, that lineup... I like my chances with the Yankees, but long way to go. Rodon right now, just a rumor. And we don't know about Benintendi or Nimmo. While the expectation will be that they will get one of those two, we have to see it. That's maybe the most impressive thing to come from the Yankees. Not bringing Judge back at nine years, 360, but the fact that they're looking to add on top of it. It's not just, okay, bring Judge back and have the same team back. They need more. And apparently... They finally understand that. 